Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. And welcome to our podcast. Welcome to our podcast. Um, I don't know what I'm feeling this morning, but I know I am... You know how, like, steroids make you hyper-strong? Yes. I feel like I've been chemically uh, enhanced, but it's agitation. Mm. And I can't stand it. I can understand that. I wish I could understand it. I can understand the feeling is what I mean to say. So we had... um, we had dinner with a new friend last night, even though the deal is kind of no new friends. Right. Tiptoeing back into the water of new friends. And uh, this person is related to a therapist. Yeah. And they had a bunch of therapist advice. Right. And one of the therapist advice was therapist's advice. Right? Yes. Possessive was she gave permission not to be. What was that? Okay, let's start like this. She... You have a bar like this. Right. Of energy. Okay. Right? And every time you, good or bad, you give it to people throughout the day. And my bar is <laughs> my bar is when um, when the boss in a Nintendo game is blinking red. <laughs> That's where I'm at right now. But I don't want to be in a bad mood, uh-huh. and that bumps me out. I'm not a bad. I don't operate well in a bad mood. We started the the morning so well. Yes, yes, we did. Yeah. And that was very. I love hanging out with you. Yeah. And then I hate being, we never see each other anymore, so I hate being in a bad mood when I'm around you. Anyway, I'm very happy, and this is uh, something that we've worked very hard when you're in a 10-year relationship. Feed the chickens. Uh, You work very hard to, when you're in a bad mood, to not take your mood out on the other person. And that hasn't happened. I did that yesterday. To you. I was talking about today. I was going to okay. let you off the hook. All right. Well, I, did, I did it. I'll tell on myself. I wasn't going to. I wasn't going to. But I liked what you did there. And you, you took responsibility for your own actions. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't do that. Mm-hmm. And that's a, a very adult thing that you did. Thank you. Uh, I would have completely forgotten about it if you didn't just bring it up just now. Mm-hmm. That's how, you know. I think also what's happening maybe to not maybe definitely to a lot of people is everyone's getting used to having more in their life mm-hmm. now maybe you're why am i still holding this do you think i don't know maybe they're back to work yes maybe they're seeing more people mm-hmm. maybe not but maybe, maybe. as the world yeah. starts to or our country starts to open up lele by lele bit and uh, you get more, you deal with more and more things take your, zap your energy mm-hmm. and maybe uh, it takes a little time to get used to that. Yeah. And I think that that's what's happening because there's been a, it's just been a, a lot. lot. <laughs> yeah, it really has been a lot. Um, but like you, we all have friends that kind of drain us, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a point 
in that relationship that were allowed to say stop. Yeah, that was the thing. That was the therapist's advice. A non-therapist was therapizing us. Right. But like one level of separation. Right. And, you know, like it's okay to tell your friends that dump on you all the time that I don't have the mental space for that right now. But sometimes people need that. Mm -hmm. And I I like being that. Mm -hmm. I think that they maybe just need to get spaced out from now on they can't be like back to back or what you could do is but as take soon as you fr- homie i'm sorry Go ahead. sorry no 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 say what you, you had a good role going. you could always have you know a day of those friends right uh-huh where you allow them to just emotionally drain you yeah and then you don't have to deal with those friends again for a little while so like you hang out with those friends just one day yeah take on all of their shit process it and then don't hang out with them again for a minute. <laughs> and then <laughs> straight up ghost out. Yeah. Um, I was going to say that I hesitate all the time from even saying that kind of thing out loud because I never want to be the person that people feel like they can't go to mm-hmm. with stuff. And as soon as you start to say this kind of stuff out loud, other people could take that and be like, oh, okay, well... I don't know where that person's at. We all have friends that do that to us, though. What? That just... Sometimes you just have to be like, stop. Stop. Uh, yeah. Think something nice. What's a, what's something good that happened to you today? But that's... um. You can't... I've found that you can't... Or I can't make people do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I can't, you, uh, that's one of those, like, I can only control what I do. I can't control what you do types. Are you trying to tell me that I have a booger? No, I have an itch. Okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, I don't remember what I was going to say. I had a friend, uh, so I worked yesterday and one of my friends, old slash old cold, wow. Cold workers. My friends slash coworkers. Uh Uh-huh came in yesterday and we were just talking about stuff and she's she has a two and a half year old and you know baby or horse baby a baby a child a human she has a two and a half year old human human horse yes uh and he's really cute and he has a mullet and she makes sure that she cuts the mullet it's so cute pretty funny for a baby to have a mullet yeah it's so cute uh and she was telling me how she's starting to feel like overwhelmed with a lot of things and you know like she doesn't have a lot of time and you know she uses her kid as uh an excuse not to do certain things and she's just feeling kind of stuck in whatever mommy mode is and feels guilty when she wants to do something for herself Mm -hmm. and i was like yeah but you need time to like recharge and you need time for yourself in order to be better for, yeah, you know, our dude Jonesy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Jonesy. Like, yeah. The baby's name is Jonesy and Jonesy he has a mullet. Jonesy Miles. Yeah. Okay. Jonesy Miles. Yeah. It's a baby named Jonesy Miles uh-huh. and he has a mullet. Yes. Great. He's so cute. So, um, 
so, you know, we, we started talking and, you know, like conversation kept going and, you know, she said something again about like not having enough time, not doing this. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Mm. I was like, just take the fucking time. She's like, see, that's why we need friends like you. Friends that bring us back down to whatever normal is. Mm-hmm. Because she's like, you're that mean friend. I was like, mean friend? And she goes, <laughs> yeah. She was like, you just kind of tell it like it is, whether uh-huh. people want to hear it or not. Yeah. And I guess that's that's a good thing and a bad thing. Yes, it is definitely both of those things. You know? Because people sometimes... aren't, aren't always in the space to hear the, right. the true thing. Because sometimes people get like pissed off or like butthurt about it, which is fine. But then it's going to ring in their head later on and be like, oh, she was fucking Maybe. Right. I mean, it's like one of two things happen. I'm, where did my S's go today? They're gone. Um, one of two things happens. Either your words do ring in their head or they realize it, you know, instantly or a couple minutes later or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or you could just not talk to that that person cuts you off after that Mm -hmm. so that's the i think a lot of people want to be like i'm the friend i'm gonna tell you like it is no matter what but there are like consequences that come with that i mean i guess that's fine (laughs) it is fine in the long run it's everything is fine. fine yeah but uh you know i guess in your heart you just wish that you could always help people but people aren't gonna um be better on on your time just because you just finished uh, trying to make them better doesn't mean that that did it. Right. You know? Right. Um, but yeah. It's funny that we're talking about this because uh, I pulled up the questions. Uh-huh. <laughs> and by Justine time for March. Maybe we shouldn't have done asks, questions because I have. <laughs> I don't know that I have anything to give. Besides I'm here for you and I support you. Which what is are, all already very nice to hear. What are some of your favorite ways to let a friend know you're there for them during a rough patch? <laughs> no, this is this takes no energy. Uh, I'll text someone and I'll just say, if you need to talk, I'll, I'll talk. Regardless of how I'm feeling, <laughs> I will text that. I'm here to listen. What do I you mean, mean like that. catchphrases? Yeah. I'm here for you. I support you. No, I'm just saying if you if you need to talk, we could talk. Yeah. And most of the time, like uh I went out with somebody recently and I didn't say shit. Mm-hmm. I just listened. Yeah. That makes people feel better sometimes. Yeah. Uh so that's good. Sometimes you don't need to say nothing. You just need to let them know that you're you're in the vicinity. Yeah. I'll hear you if you talk. Yeah. Yeah. I'm here. Mm, hear you if you mm, talk. Here. Yes. Also. What? Maybe the unpopular thing to say is, well, what the fuck is wrong with you? Tell me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I know Justine doesn't love to swear, so. Oh, is she looking for different new things to say? I guess so. What the fuck is wrong with you will be taken so many different ways. Poorly? Yes. Uh, nine times out of ten. Yeah. So maybe try all the other ones first. Yeah. <laughs> What's, what? What What's else do you want to talk about? 
I thought you had another question. I oh, we have, we've got a thousand questions up in this bitch. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> admomded. Admomed. What? A-D-M-A-M-D. Says, what's the strongest you've ever felt? I remember picking up a kitchen chair as a kid and thinking, if I can lift this and this can support the weight of adults, then I must be super strong. Yeah, that's a very relatable little kid thing. As soon as you start picking up things as a little kid, things like bigger than you, that's a, that's an important moment. Mm-hmm. When I was in college, I used to work out in the gym with my friends and like bench press a bunch of weight, not like a ton, obviously. I was never jacked moff, but I being able to see, I think I used to get two like 45s up and then add a little bit onto that. And that, that made me feel strong because I never give a shit about bench press. I was never good, even in high school. I did an 800 leg press, 800 pound leg press. Yeah. And I felt like fucking superwoman. Hmm. And then I did 30 burpees today and didn't want to die. So yeah. that's good. I'm trying to think of a time. There had to be like pinnacle times where I was like, fuck. I used to be able to punch really hard mm-hmm. and like get my, get my hips into it mm-hmm. and like throw my weight into it. You know? Yeah, I do know. Because in baseball, I've never punched Zoya, by the way. I know how that sounds. <laughs> I've never punched her. I think you did on accident. When? A while ago. I think we talked about it on the podcast. I punched you? Yeah, it was a total accident. And I think you got me in the nose. <laughs> it was like, I think you were just like moving. Yeah, we were in bed. That's not, that's the opposite of what punching is you punched me no dude had a black eye okay well remember when you fucking headbutted (laughs) my nose up into my brain yes i do i honest remember my nose started bleeding yeah wasn't that in the beginning of the uh pandemic yeah wasn't that like a year ago we were on the couch and you Uh were tossing that thing around (laughs) and you hit me on like the tip of my nose where which is where i broke it when i broke it and then, like, blood starts trickling down my nose. And I I'm like, you're my wife. Of, <laughs> I thought the tip of your nose was just cartilage. It probably is, but that's where I got. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. All Lou right. Drake asks. Hi, Lou. Uh, what's one of your smell associations? Cigarettes in my grandma's house. One of mine is... NYM Curl Gel. <laughs> okay. And Mike's last show in Nashville. Uh, I first started using it during my trip down there, and now the smell brings me back. Oh, I get it. I get it. Those two things are attached to each other. That's funny. That is funny. Um, I think I have a bunch. I think if I if I was able to take a little bit more time, I can give you a whole big list. But... uh freshly cut grass oh yeah gas what gas gasoline Mm -hmm. what does that remind you of i don't know as a kid i remember just loving the smell of gas and not the gas that comes out of your butt either okay so let's keep it clean for the kids um 
So that just not anything specific, just being a kid. Aussie sperm spray what brings is that? me back. It was like a a spray that came in a purple bottle. Uh-huh. And it's Aussie brand. Okay. And it was to like help make your hair curly. Does that remind you of being at the mall talking about be always? No, it reminds me of just being on the middle phone for school. hours and laying on your yeah. stomach and making your feet go like this. Behind yeah. You. Yeah. <laughs> Does that remind you of um, being on total phone? Oh my God. Total. Phone. The first clubhouse. <laughs> that so, brings me back to like Usher's first album, total phone, total phone. That was before he had confessions. Mm-hmm. Um, Freshly cut grass reminds me of like soccer back in the day and baseball. Mm -hmm. There's a smell in the fall uh, when fall starts to become springtime, Mm -hmm. when it first starts to become like really nice outside and go outside with like a Mm t-shirt. That reminds me of uh, soccer and outdoor sports specifically. Chlorine reminds me of this place that my dad used to take me, which was the the Recplex, Recreational Plex, on the Fairfield U campus. Because they had an indoor pool, but the whole building smelled like chlorine. So when you're playing basketball and stuff, you're just smelling chlorine. Mm-hmm. That might have hampered my jumping ability. I'm trying to think what else. I would be able to dunk if it weren't for that. If I'm being totally honest. Uh, weed reminds me of Dave Matthews <laughs> concerts at the Meadows Music Theater and like the year 2000. Yeah. Specific. Radio 104 Fest. Yeah. Yeah, I should have said that. That would have been <laughs> a little more badass of an answer. <laughs> <laughs> dude i don't know i don't know what else those are good though yeah. that's what i'm saying it's like if we had time to come up with a big list mm-hmm. all the smells but cigarettes are the strongest one mm-hmm. i think about my grandma every time mm-hmm. that's it um palka asks what's your favorite golf club right now hi palka i'm a pitching wedge boy i like to uh i go to the driving range and uh it's from what I remember driving ranges out here because we're in a city that's like condensed. There's not a ton of space around mm-hmm. and they get very mad if you hit it over a fence to the side or in the back. And it's only like 200 yards, but where we used to go, cause we kind of live, lived in the woods mm-hmm. in Connecticut there, it was like 350 fucking 400 yards and like mm-hmm. super wide and you really had to try to get it over a fence. But here you could do it like accidentally, right? So I go and I'm like a liability with a driver. And I'm like, I don't want to, we're going to make sure we keep it safe. So right. I use the irons in the driving range. Now, there's never been anything growing up going to the driving range to shoot at they just have like little signs like you hit a sign big deal but the driving range i go to they have trash cans that are tilted forward and you try to hit the ball in the trash can and it makes such a loud noise you know and everybody looks 
So I go and instead of like driving the fuck out of like 150 balls, I just chip a bunch into the uh, trash can. That's fun. And that's my favorite. So when we get out, when I play in the courses with my friends, it's whatever off the tee. It's like, okay, fingers crossed that that goes straight, you know? But then after that, when I'm like outside the green, I'm like, plap, plap. I like the pitching wedge. Long story short. I like that. Too long did not read version. Pitching wedge. That's still on. We had a uh, we had a bit of a we had a mishap a mishap yet last week with uh, the camera. Yeah, man. Sorry about that. If you're a Patreon person and you get full episodes of the podcast, and one of the cameras was off for half the time, not even close to the first technical difficulty we've had on this show over the past thousand years that we've been doing it. But uh, I hate it every time, and I get a pit in my stomach, and. Uh, I hate it. I'm sorry that that happened. So speaking of Patreons, um, you know, we all know and love Sebastian O. True. Uh, maybe until today. <laughs> oh, no. Why? What happened? So I asked him, you know, if he wanted to promote something, you know. And he said that he usually doesn't have anything to promote, which is fine. You know, because we all love Sebastian. You know, he's been on here forever yeah long time long time supporter of our show and then he says p.s anytime i wear pants and socks it's socks pants socks pants see that seamless entry first socks seamless entry into pants i kind of hate it why why do you hate it what makes you hate it? I hate it. Okay. I understand. Hey, man, you know, different strokes for different folks. Different strokes for different. Did I say that? I yeah. didn't say that. The first time I think you said it. I said different. Listen, if you're going to make fun of words that I flub on this bench, then I'll go make fun of words that you flub on the bench. <laughs> All right? Fine. Flub on the bench would be a pretty good title for this episode. Mm-hmm. I like it. Could at least be in the running. Zoe, here is one of the good things about having a good partner in life. I was not in a good mood this morning. Mm -hmm. And now I'm sitting here talking to you and I'm in a fine mood. That's good. It's gone from bad to fine. (laughs) It's gone from bad to worse. Do I take away a lot of your energy bar? No. Call back? No. I mean. Sometimes. Sure, but I think that's, I think that's normal in a relationship. No, it's almost like the, the energy bar is cut into sections, Mm -hmm. sectioned off. And there's a section just for your wife or partner. Mm -hmm. And then there's everybody else. Right. Is mine short? Do I do that? I'm having a hard time visualizing. You don't drain me of my energy you are almost like the health pack that you pick up along the way Fortnite reference and you're like a health pack like a one of the rectangle ones the big ones yeah not like a um, like eating a fucking banana or an apple Mm -hmm. apple 
Banana sounds good, right? Banana does sound good. Do I've already had one, one this morning. Yes, we have one, and it's all yours. No, it's yours. No, it's yours. So going back to a couple of weeks ago, uh-huh. Mike left a, um, the last Thin Mint in, in the freezer for me. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And I think you were either jonesing for something or you were in another bad mood. I was on my period. I needed chocolate. And he says, I, I want something sweet. And I was like, you know what? There's one thin mint left in the freezer. Mm-hmm. He said, no, it's yours. I said, no. No, it's yours. And then we each kept whispering softer and softer until we weren't making any noise. No, <laughs> and all you could hear was the movement of <laughs> the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. So sorry. A little growth. Yeah, it's a little growth. And you had it. Yes. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. And uh and that was the big story we had for you this yeah. week. Yeah. What's the next question? Heather says, What's the ranking of things you use when you run out of toilet paper? For me, it's like Kleenex. If I don't have that, maybe a paper towel. But don't flush paper towel. No, that's high school shit. That's how you ruin your high school is flushing. PTs. Also, I have a thing about having enough toilet paper in the house. Yeah, I don't think we've ever been like, uh oh, there's no toilet paper in the house. Every time I go to Target, Walmart, wherever, I always pick up toilet pepper, pepper toilet whether peppers. we need it or not. Yeah, that's not where you want peppers at. No. But you do always do that. We do always have a closet full of uh, toilet paper. Also, we're a bidet family. Mm-hmm. So the toilet paper that you use when you have a bidet is minimal and it really is not only does it save your beho but it saves you're saving the earth's beho when you use a bidet mm-hmm. aren't you yeah yeah you are yeah you are yeah you are and that's fun heather i'm sorry you ran out of toilet paper but I think there's still a dynamic banter code for tushy.com so you can get that bidet in your life. Yes. Don't waste another bidet. On your day. Right? Yes. There's a marketing thing in there. Women bidet in the kitchen. (laughs) 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 Call back to it's a call back. Yeah, I, I get that. Thank you for being here. Uh, guy with long hair asks, what part of getting ready do you skip if you're late? Interesting. Interesting. Taking a shower, washing my hair, and then well, I'll just wear a hood or a hat or something. Yeah. Washing my hair is definitely what I skip, but I have to shower. It takes too long. Sometimes I don't want to, I can't do a quick shower. I skipped uh, my hair today because I was not having. I was not having it. Sure. Is that where P-tail comes from? Yep. Okay. Well, welcome to the show. Because I, sw- I had sweaty hair uh-huh. and I just didn't feel like washing it. So I got in the shower and I just did. Great. A PTA. Wiping my ass. I'll take a skip on that. <laughs> That's gross. Well, you asked the question. Justin asks, have you had a hearing test lately? 
Thank you. Next question. <laughs> and there is the social clip of the week. <laughs> Guy with long hair also asks. Did you guys hear my last question? Do you believe in the power of a curse? No, wrong podcast. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Birthday Paget says, how's the dog search going? It's actually like come to a screeching halt, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, kind of on hold for uh, the moment. I didn't even see that just... goddamn website pop up this week or the that Instagram pop up this week. And then Tanja sent me a dog and I thought the dog was just hideous. So I was like, she was like, adopt this guy. And I was like, no, that's an ugly dog. Can't do it. And she said, uh, she called me a name where she said I was a bad person or, mm. or something like that. But you know, it's not my, that's not my problem. It's not my problem. I'm not going to bring an ugly dog into this house. There's already one kind of ugly dog looking thing. Rude. That's so rude. Stop what? talking about me like that. Yeah, I'm obviously talking about you. Jules Run asks, what kind of image do you like for your phone slash computer wallpaper? Very interesting. I think mine's black. Mine's Is it? All black, yeah. That's the biggest battery saver, I think. Yeah. Because the white drains your battery. Mm -hmm. um, it used to be an old, it was like my parents' wedding picture for a while. And now it's some crazy 3D rendering of a, um, this is lock screen we're talking about. Some 3D rendering of a bunch of wrestlers from the 80s and 90s. Yeah. But normally I like, and then another one is a black and white photo I took of a Obey poster. Uh, but I just like nice things to look at, especially if it's like your background or whatever. It has to be like pleasing and calming to me. What? I'm just, it's always black stuff. Always. Yeah. Just that's black. Fine. Different strokes. We yeah. could be different. Sorry. That's fine. It used to be like a, a black screen with like a pretty purple flower back in the day. My first iPhone. Mm. You look like if Wednesday Adams worked at Express Men <laughs> today. What's yours? Jules? Yeah, what's yours, Jules? Why don't you turn that question around back on your around on yourself, Jules? Palka asks, what's a question no one asks you that you wish they would ask more often? Are we being honest right yes. now? How you doing? Yeah. How are you? <laughs> How doing? are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking was that Palka? Mm-hmm. Fucking Palka. Fucking Palka, the timing on you, the timing on you, you chicken little looking motherfucker. <laughs> I love you guys. Uh, birthday Padgett asks, what's the best, what's the best money you've ever spent? Hmm. That's so hard to, uh, that's so hard. That's so hard. I hate questions that, you know, it's like these are coming from the uh, the Discord, right? Mm -hmm. So these are the Patreon people. Mm -hmm. And they're so thoughtful with their questions that something that makes me nervous is taking the time to really think about a good answer and then knowing for a fact that there's going to be five minutes of silence because Zoya won't throw me a life preserver. 
So you can't ask really <laughs> thoughtful, really insightful questions like that I'm and expect to, think, to like, still hear a podcast. There's a couple <laughs> things that that I was really happy that I spent money on, right? Uh-huh. Like uh, the the neon sign. Neon sign, I like. Okay. The kitchen table. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Uh, this table. Yes. Uh, kitchen table thine. is a great example. Yeah. This is another great example, but specifically because that was such a big uh, deal for us because it took up so much space mm-hmm. and it was kind of a more expensive thing that loving that table as much as we do is really good. <gasps> oh, the why did I get excited like it was Christmas? Um, that my Sony A7 III camera Mm -hmm. is probably the best and most useful camera for what I shoot that I've ever touched in my life. That's it. Mike bought me a pair of scissors and that's the best money he's ever spent. That was also cool. For me. That was also a cool thing. You should take And they're so good. They're so great. I'm glad they're I love they better be good. They better be good. That's like two (laughs) kitchen tables worth of scissors. (laughs) <laughs> uh, how are you doing <laughs> the kitchen table is actually pretty cheap and i talked the guy down and i was like what if i pay you cash uh uh and and he was like and are he you knocked pay off for this table or what he knocked off money that's nice that's cash good. is king thank you i was like what if i give you i was like i got cash on me uh-huh He's like, how much cash do you have? I was like, how much are you willing to take off? Yeah. Can I talk about something else? Yes. You know how uh, the final space, oops, final space, that show. That, that show final I'm gonna space. I'm going to be on. Yes. That uh, is written and created by my friend Owen Rogers. Mm-hmm. And it premieres on the 20th on Adult Swim, catch up on seasons one and two. Now, on HBO Max, so many different places to go to watch one show. But once you're there, you're family, like yes. the Olive Garden. And then, uh, so I'll post about it every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And I think on my, I just have a bunch of random fans on my Facebook profile. Mm-hmm. People who aren't really familiar with me. Not to brag mm-hmm. too hard, but mm-hmm. I do have people that are familiar with whatever. Mm-hmm. And I posted a you know, final space thing. And some people are like, Oh, are you like copying Rick and Morty? And I'm like, I wonder how often Olin hears that and how something just has to be. That's one of the things that bums me out about the internet. Mm -hmm. Cause here's the connection. Final space is a cartoon on adult swim, which takes place in space. Rick and Morty is a cartoon on Adult Swim, I guess, Mm. that takes place in space. Futurama was a cartoon on Adult Swim that takes place in space. But your generation had this. Right. So this that takes place here must also be like the only other thing I'm familiar with. Because before that, no other cartoons ever took place in space. Okay. So did... uh... We can, the list goes on and on. The There's Jetsons. Star Trek, the j- fucking Jetsons, which was like Futurama, but older. <laughs> like way older. <laughs> so many things. You know what I mean? 
And um, also, no one says, like, Three's Company took yeah. place on Earth. Mm-hmm. And no one was ever like, oh, Cheers? Cheers is coming out? What's that, like, Three's Company in a bar? Perfect Strangers? What's that, like, Family Matters in a different house? I don't. So one of the things that bumps me out about the internet is that people have to feel like they're saying something even when they're not saying something. Right. And I think the thing that I think why there's so much of it is because no one like in real life, if you were to say that shit to somebody who knew better, you'd get checked. Yes. And it's not even a physical thing. Somebody right. would just make you feel bad right. mentally. Or if they were like super nice and their energy bar was up here, yeah. they would like explain to you why that that is maybe not the thing. best thing to right. say. Right. Um, but on the internet, like nobody checks you. And even if they do, it's like a block of text under your shit, which isn't worth it. Because everyone, everyone's like in their own safe space. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they only read the first two lines and once they realize that you know yeah 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 and then they start like like, writing uh, their response uh, so it's not even like an argument remember that next time you get into an argument Mm -hmm. with somebody online and it's going back and forth they're reading like half of what you say and they're understanding a quarter of it yeah and they're responding to how they think you're so fighting with people online isn't even a that's not even a conflict so don't do that i'm just saying i don't like that part of um being on the internet because mm-hmm. the internet's still a new thing. That's like our lifetimes thing. Everyone got their fucking 500 free hours and they decided to go online and bitch about everything. Everything. Yeah. That was actually an appropriate response to that. But um, I want to hear about the next question now. I just wanted to get that thought out of my head. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Paige asked, let's say you just went into the swimming pool. Okay, above ground or underground? Doesn't matter. Mm. You're in the change room after. Is it still socks before pants? Yes. What the fuck? What the fuck is everyone's block here? The mental block. Here's what you do. I would even go, dude, if you want to get crazy, I'll tell you nine times out of ten, I'm underwear before socks. But if you want to get crazy, you go socks first. Dry off your feet. You got to put a little effort in. You got to pick up each foot. You got to dry it off. Maybe you got to sit down. So you're, if you're in a public pool uh, dressing room, you don't want to put your little feeties back on the where your bathing suit drift on the ground. Right? So you go socks, feet up, underwear. It's a little bit more of a stretch. I'm not going to die on so that So you're hill. bare not, ass on, in a on, public place? In a public changing room, you're bare ass? Do you wear underwear underneath your bathing suit? No, but it so, would be... there has to be a changing of the guard at some point. It would be... Are you socks before underwear? Sometimes. Sometimes coming out of the shower, but I want to make absolutely sure. Don't do this because you lost the other one. But I will make absolutely sure I'm saying this to all three cameras. That's not the hill. I'm saying you don't have to do that. You don't have to. I'm not. 
uh, trying to indoctrinate anyone else into that life. You don't have to be socks before underwear person. That's a me thing. You're shut off. And, and, and before Kninas? Sometimes. No. What do you mean? What do you mean? No. no. That's like saying, hey, Zoe, what do you put on first? What do you put on first? My my underwear first. No. Yes. It's the same. That's the same point of view. It's the same. And I'm saying 50% of the time, I'll I'll do it your way because it makes no fucking difference. It's whatever's the closest. But if you're not going socks for pants, no. then you're doing the left out dance because you're missing out on just a world of comfort. And some people, I don't know if it's because you're scared and you don't want to grow or feel a nude. Remember when somebody tried to get you to try ice cream for the first time and you're like, ew, I don't even like ice cream. Then you tried it and you loved it if you weren't lactose dollar and didn't shit your goddamn pants off <laughs> your body. This is that, but for your feet. If we had $1,000, I would throw this microphone through that wall after I proved that point. No. I don't have a thousand dollars. Happy birthday, Chris says. What animal? Animal. First of all, happy birthday, Chris. <laughs> what animal could you take in a fight? Gerbil. A fish. I think I could knock the shit out of a dog. It really depends on the dog because those police dogs don't fuck around. No. I think if I was to throw a punch or a kick at a police dog, you'd also get arrested. But dogs are so like. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, by that point, if a police dog's coming after me, I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah, but it would be assault to a police officer. Yeah, don't and get you the would go. I don't even know why it went you right there. You would go to jail. But I'm saying like as fast as I could throw a punch <laughs> or a kick, me, yeah. Italian small, I or chop, Okay, we'll say. I think a dog sees that and like they're used to fucking like pit bulls would grab a fucking frisbee out of the air lab grab a frisbee out of the air and that's moving fast and it's in the air and they're jumping yeah my punch speed i don't think exceeds that so small dog like a yorkie i could beat the shit out of a yorkie (laughs) some cats fuck cats i don't fuck with cats you wouldn't fight one though no they're fucking they're vicious yeah me and my brother got attacked by uh my grandmother's cat once and we were fucked up for days. Hate that. Yeah. Um, but animals like me a lot because I kind of, I'm animal-esque. I have an animal magnetism. Mm-hmm. So I've never wanted to, I'm legit scared of being anywhere behind a horse. I think if you get kicked by a horse, it's it's over for whatever part of your body that touched. Mm. You know, that'll knock your eyes out of your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want to fight any animals. No, I don't want to, but the people who wrote that one, is that a Palka original? Uh, no, it was a happy birthday, Chris. Happy birthday, Chris. See, Chris wants us to fight animals. So if you're going to get mad at somebody for this conversation, it's Chris. Don't get mad at him today because it's his birthday, but tomorrow. It's always his birthday. Happy birthday, Chris. Every Today and every day. <laughs> Chris J. in the halftime asks... Imagine you're working at a remote location and you can't travel to a decent coffee shop. Oh, no. 
Your work has coffee, but it's not smooth, subtle, or good in any way. Oh, that's all the things I like about coffee. Would you rather drink a terrible cup of coffee or stay sleepy? I, realistically, I want the coffee. I pour the coffee. I take three sips of it and it just sits there until it gets cold. Yeah. That's what happens. There's a way to learn how to make bad coffee a little bit better, right? What's that? So let's say maybe there's too many scoops of coffee yeah, for there the is coffee a, pot. There's you a know, lot of... Maybe uh, make it a little bit lighter. Mm-hmm. Um, is it a K-cup situation? Ugh. Because that is what I pictured immediately. Yeah. Workplace coffee, we're talking K-cup situation. Yeah. And there's a couple people right now who are like, I love my K-cups. Fine. Mm-hmm. Good. I was at a point in my life where I loved K-cups. And then I tried different coffee and I was like, oh, uh, but that's fine. A lot of different flavors of K-cup coffees and you can, you're in a remote location. I would like try to get something delivered. I guess is that a possibility? I don't think so. Where does the shitty coffee come from? Whatever the work supplies. Are you working on a remote coffee farm? That's what he said. Working on a remote location. Yeah, but how'd they get the shitty coffee? I don't know. Because you can go through. Who orders the shitty coffee at the remote location? You could always prepare, right? And bring your own to the remote location. Yeah. And make your own coffee in that coffee pot. Yeah, you got to do it. And then make everyone chip in for the bins. Is there a remote HR person or a remote office manager? That's probably who's ordering it. Yeah. You get a hold of that person. Yeah. And you tell them that we got that Malabar coming. <laughs> uh, Bryden Death's, Death's Pawn 54 asks do you get the pee colds like when you when you get cold you realize you need to pee and then after you pee you aren't cold no just me I get I get cold when I have to pee I've had to shiver I've had the good shiver we've talked about that Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. I don't remember that other sensation mm. or those two things having anything to do with each other. I don't think it's just you. It's probably a, not just you. There has to be somebody else. Mm-hmm. The guy with long hair asks. Maybe whoever's in the remote location. <laughs> do you pee when you get lonely and then you, <laughs> you don't feel lonely anymore? I don't know why, but Mr. Lonely just came into my head. What's Mr. Lonely? Mr. Lonely. What's that? I'm so lonely. Oh, okay. Um, any bucket list international vacation destinations? I'm dying to visit the Himalayas. Himalayas. Yeah, a bunch. Yeah. Any right yeah. now. Anywhere, yeah. Yeah. I really want to go to the coast of Albania. I want to go to Kosovo because it's my birthright. Mm-hmm. Um, Italy. Yeah. Greece. Yeah. Um, I want to go to Australia, which might be happening. I'd like to go back to Canada. 
I like Canada too. Like to travel to a remote location with coffee in mm-hmm. hand, just a suitcase full of coffee. You forget clothes. Mm-hmm. Going back to the coffee thing too. Bring your own coffee in a thermos. Get yourself a good thermos and do that. I'm guessing if you work in a remote location, mm-hmm. you're there for a couple of days. Because mm. you don't go, that's not like a driving back and forth job, I don't think. Hmm. Maybe. Lexi turned the beat around, says, what's your happy dance and what triggers it? I go with shoulders dance when it's uh, food time. Yeah, a lot of people have food time dance. Mm-hmm. Uh, fuck, do I have a happy dance? You would know, because you, you see me more than I see me. Yeah. Do I have a happy dance? Yeah, you do. Uh, it's mostly hips. Yeah? You move your hips. Yeah, I yeah. do that a lot. Yeah. I do that a lot. Yeah, you do. You do, uh, you do this. Hey. You do that. It's yeah. hands up, eyes closed, this, mm-hmm. like pushing away giant boulder so jamie and i we have recently switched over our booking software for the salon Mm -hmm. and we were having some technical difficulties and which is normal i mean when you're switching softwares and stuff like that it's new don't really know how to use it trying to figure it all out Mm. um and uh I've been dealing with like IT people for the last like two weeks and just have to keep calling them back and doing whatever. And I, uh, I finally got, cause, uh, the card processor part was working for me, but it wasn't working for Jamie. Roger. And I kept trying to like figure out process of elimination was on the phone with an IT guy, blah, 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 whatever. Get off the phone with him, run the credit card for one cent. And, it went through and Jamie and I both did a happy dance and both of our clients were like, what the fuck? And we were just like dancing around like, the, <laughs> the studio. Uh-huh. Like we did it. Yeah. That's nice. Simultaneous yeah, happy fun. dance yeah. is nice. It was fun. What else we got? Um, Emily Paget says, what's the best thing you've ever done? I mean, what kind of question is that? What's the best thing I've ever done? Marrying you. You, what, why did that just depress you? No, it's not. Is it the (laughs) best thing you've ever done? Yeah. You're my favorite person. Yeah. I can't think of a better thing. All the other things like before this, because it just sounds corny, I guess Mm. it sounds so corny. But all the other things that I've I've done don't matter as much. Like the things that I thought were really important before I met you. Mm-hmm. Or if I like, uh, I don't know, like anything in my life that I would consider an accomplishment, even if I did all the same things, but you weren't a part of my life, are not as important and as impactful as as like being together with you. Uh, See? Corny. Who wants to hear that? Sarah Roars asks, do you have a caffeine cutoff time She's in your day? She changed her name to Sarah Roars. 
<laughs> Sarasaurus. <laughs> what caffeine cutoff time? My cutoff is noon. Otherwise, my brain is hyper until late, late hours. But most people know, but most people I know aren't affected by caffeine. That's a cool thing to know that for yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that's a discipline thing. Mm-hmm. No matter what, if you want coffee. My problem is I have this uh, job where I have to stay up late at night. And sometimes, like I was falling asleep before a show the other night. And we made coffee here. And I was like, uh, this will work. And it never works at the, you know what I mean? It at, never works uh, when it needs to work. Nighttime coffee never works. Mm-hmm. Morning coffee is like, okay, here we go. Yeah. Now we're awake now. And I think it works with your your body's waking up anyway. And you move around and your blood gets to your whatever, what, which makes you awake. And that's science. Awake. But um, coffee at night never works. And then like it only keeps me up when I want to go to bed mm-hmm. and it doesn't energize me for that. So I should have a limit, but I don't. And I will continue to do it in hopes that one day it does work. But like you, I've asked you if you wanted coffee at like five o'clock and you're like, no, no, sometimes, uh, sometimes it does keep me up. Um, on work days, I try not to drink coffee after like three, four o'clock. Mm-hmm. Cause then I'm fucking, I'm done. But for a while there, it was like two 30. If I had a cup of coffee after two 30, I was screwed for the rest of the night. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I feel like the effects don't last as long in the morning, mm-hmm. but you have a fucking cup of coffee in the afternoon. You can't sleep for 12 hours. Yeah. It's fucked up. That is fucked up. Why is that? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't, I don't like answering the, these questions and having more questions <laughs> afterwards. I know, right? Uh, Leah Bam Pow Zap. What up, player? Says uh, she also handles our Twitter and does an amazing, amazing, amazing job. Amazing grace. Yeah. Have you ever had poop anxiety? My boyfriend stayed over the weekend, and we had a conversation about how hard it is for either of us to poop when he's there. Hmm. Hmm. I've had like anxious stomach and had to poop. But like. I don't think that's what she means. Not around. She means like poop fright, like stage fright for poop. No. If I gotta go, I gotta go. Never? There's no No matter what? I mean, I try not to poop at work. Did you ever get invited to a party? Is there a pooping party? Nope. And that's not where I was going with that. And and I think that you know that. And I don't know where that question came from. And I'll ask again. Have you ever been invited to a party? Like a high school party? Yeah. And was that party in a house? Mm -hmm. Would you have no problem shitting in that house if it was a private bathroom and i knew no one was going in there and there was matches nope not you a added a bunch of stipulations that i didn't say hey man didn't you but no if it was like party and then somebody walked in immediately after me what am i gonna do come out like fuck dude somebody blew it up in there 
So no. Going back to the question. No, I would not poop there. So yes, you have poop anxiety. Have you ever had a time in your life? I would leave and go poop. So yes. So short answer, yes. Would you, you would poop at a party. I don't. Yeah, uh, don't act like you wouldn't. I think I would because it's like, what else are you going to (laughs) do? What are you going to do? Not poop? But I would be, um, I would be embarrassed about it. Mm. And I have pooped. Definitive statement. Uh, I remember um, me and my friend Aaron used to go to the mall all the time. And I hate pooping in public because it's gross. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to put my dmbs and my bat close to what strangers use strangers using a public toilet is like the most disrespectful shit think of a more disrespected thing than a public toilet all right ruminate on that um but we used to go to the mall and we used to like the in the trumbull mall the original bathroom was at the food court which is like fucking painting a target on a whatever. That's not really good. Right next to the uh, Cinnabon. They were the smart for Wetzel's having Wetzel's pretzels. It. Yeah. Smart. I think you have to. Yeah. It's probably some kind of a code that you, you have, have to. have to. Yeah, yeah. Because somebody's eating lunch all of a sudden. But. They got bad food at fucking. Anywhere you go on the, the mall, you're going to get bad place, food. Right? You have the lemon chicken from Panda Sabaro. Express. And it's like. No, it's no. It's always going to be bad. You had the bread from Subway, and now you're squirting out. You're backwards. Uh, so we figured out that there was uh, a bathroom in like Bradley's uh-huh. or wherever they sold like couches, and so oh, Macy's. We, it, Macy's, yeah, and it was like through the couch section, uh-huh. which is the most goddamn relaxing uh, you know part of the mall. And take a poop and relax. Yeah. A, a and poop like and nap. And Enya's always playing. Yeah. And then you go Same up to the way. couch professional, the uh, couch consigliere, uh-huh. and you're like, no, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and you're, oh, you know, you just seem a little worried and nervous. And they're like, yeah, they're back there. And then you poop, and it's always like pristine because the only people who poop back there are the couch people. Mm-hmm. So that's the that's the hack if you got anxiety and then as i got older i would be like i'm going home to poop either i'll come back or i won't yeah it didn't matter 20 minutes from here yeah yeah doesn't matter and then everybody's like where'd you go you're like i went to fucking cumberland farms to get fucking cool ranch doritos (laughs) i need some sour patch kids and water (laughs) the kid who has a who went to the porno store and got the 24-hour detox and is walking around <laughs> with that at the party instead of... Uh, Have I ever told you the time that we got kicked out of uh, an adult... Was it the one in Orange? It was the one in Milford. Yeah. Milford Book and Video. Oh, okay. Old school type. Yeah. Yeah. Because we started having a fight with some of the... Um... Regulars? No. <laughs> the... <laughs> So me and my friends were fucking stupid. Uh-huh. And we went in there one night because we were bored and had nothing to do. I think we went bowling that night. Yeah, you don't go into a porno store. Milford Amusements. Jazz. Yeah. What did you do at Milford Amusements? We went bowling. Oh, tight. And then we we're like, we don't want to go home yet. So we go into the adult store. Yeah. 
and one of my friends picks up one of the dildos <laughs> wrapped in plastic <laughs> and hits one of us. Yeah. And it was like a full-on brawl, and the guy back behind the desk was, was like... Was he like, why don't you have some respect? These are going to be in someone. He was like, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, you can't do that here. Get out of here. You got kicked out. The porno store that we used to go to sold like a bunch of knives. V- VIP? <laughs> yeah. 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 They sold like, they had cases and cases of knives. And then one year I bought for my birthday, I think it was my 18th birthday, I went in there and I bought a batarang. And it was a batarang that you could wear on your hand and it had knives on both sides. That seems very unsafe. I might have taken that out of its protective pouch twice to show someone for a second. And then it didn't move for years. Do you still have it? I bet you anything that's somewhere. Yeah. I'm going to ask your mom. We send it back to Batman. (laughs) Fucking. You dropped this. Excuse me, Batman? Excuse me, Batman. Excuse me, Wayne. You're not fooling anyone. I recognize the bottom of your face anywhere. I know that bottom face. I know the bottom of that face. <laughs> bottom face. Fuck, man. What, what else? What else? Give me... Let's do two more. Uh, unless this one's real good. Let's do one more. Uh, Emily Buck says, Do you believe it is bad luck to talk about a job or interviewing for a job before you get it? I don't think it's bad luck, but... I used to have this girlfriend who... You had other girlfriends? I had so many other girlfriends. Read them and weep. So many. I had this girlfriend when I was 16. And she was significantly older than I was. And she used to say things like, I'll pick you up and we'll go to the movies at 7 o'clock. And then she wouldn't show up for three days. And so... Me and my friends started the mantra, I'll believe it when I see it. And then I fast forward years later, I got a job in entertainment where, especially when you move out here, you have these things called general meetings. And a lot of people, general meetings, a lot of people can get in there. So you have a meeting with a Fox a or a general a general. General Mills Uh or Warner Brothers, who are both generals. And it doesn't necessarily mean anything. You're just talking to them. So you learn to not go around and say, I got, I'm talking to these people because you know it doesn't necessarily mean shit. Right. So many things have to happen happen for that to mean shit. Mm -hmm. So between my girlfriend when I was in high school, and not wanting to get people around me unnecessarily excited about something that wouldn't happen, especially my parents, I straight up don't, and you could back me up on this, I don't talk about anything until it's like happening tomorrow. Yeah. Mike doesn't even talk to me about things until I go into a coffee shop and find out that that's the thing that's happening. You mean like my other family? Mm. What do you mean? Remember couple weeks ago when we when announced we ran into my other family yes when we announced that we were doing uh the malabar oh yeah which will be out soon um 
And Dude, you leave me in this house all day and expect me not to make business moves. Yeah, but I expect... I walked in and they were like, hey, so excited to work with you. And I was like, uh... Do I work here now? (laughs) What if they handed you an apron? Yeah, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry. I remember... Did I tell you that I was even... I think I said you said that, that we were we were talking about it that it was in progress, but I didn't yeah. know that it was like a thing. Yeah, until... I was sitting around one day and I was like, "Why isn't why isn't it a thing? Mm-hmm. It would help us both. We can get real excited about uh, sharing our favorite coffee with mm-hmm. people who like our podcast. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't we do it? Did you hear them this morning? So I went to go pick some up this morning because we we ran out. The bags were warm. When they came back to the house, the beans were roasted and the bags were warm and you could smell it through the bag. They just, yeah, it had just come off the roaster and she was like, it's fresh, it's fresh, Um, which is great. Yeah. Um, And we're going to heat up all your bags before we send them out. But I called them to just make sure that they had it in stock because sometimes we go and they run out, you know, because it's a popular one. Yes. See what I did there? Call back. Um. And, uh, I called them just to make sure. And when she picked up the phone, she goes, hello, possibly one Falzone or the other. (laughs) Good morning. One of two Falzones. Good morning, Falzones. And I was like, Hey, she's like, Hey, how's it going? Yes. It was nice. It was nice. Yeah. Continues to be nice. Mm -hmm. All right. Last question. Uh, Heather hardly know, know her. Asks for Zoya. What about hairdressers who try to talk you out of certain styles? I wanted to chop mine the last time I got a cut, and she said I might. She said I should keep it longer, but like now I might not go back to her because I want what I want. Hmm. You ever talk people out of shit? Because it's like a situation where you know. Mm-hmm. because that's what you do and they think they know, mm-hmm. but they don't see their head like you do. Yeah. But I feel like I never blatantly say no. Um, I ask other questions like, okay, show me cer- certain styles that you like. What do you like and don't like about these short? I try to have people get, give me, things um uh inspiration pictures right so that this way we can kind of like look at their face shape do whatever and like kind of like process of elimination Mm -hmm. you know um some people are just adamant about it and and others are just easily talked out of it um which i don't i don't like that you know like even last night with our new friend Mm -hmm. you know she said she went to a hairdresser recently and said, she said, I want bangs. And the hairdresser said, no. Right. And she was pissed off and then went to another hairdresser and (laughs) they did it. And her hair is fucking awesome. Yes. In that case, it worked out. Mm -hmm. But what if somebody brings you pictures or whatever? And it's like, looks nothing like that. It's never going to look exactly like them, but But like you have to like find similarities like okay you guys have the same eye shape or you have like the same type of forehead Mm -hmm. or the way you're you know like i had a new client last week and i stepped away from her and i was like can you take your mask off so i can see your whole face 
took it off she for a like, second. How dare you? No, you have to sometimes. Like, yeah. no, I get it. I was just you, making. It. But yeah, I mean, I would have been. I would have just said, "I really want my hair cut like this," and that's that. It was like when I got my hair cut, I had asked Jamie to do something different Mm -hmm. and she was like are you sure and i'm like yes i'm sure she was like i don't know about it and i was like cut it cut it like this this is how we're gonna do it you know no she did it and it looks great nice yeah great yeah if you know what you know and you know what you want that's it (laughs) you know what you know guys words to live by dude um thank you so much for joining us today if uh you're looking for full video episodes of this podcast you can find them uh, if you're a patreon subscriber uh they'll be on the patreon for all of you listening who are patreon subscribers thank you so much for uh lending a bit of your hard-earned money to us to uh to keep putting on this show right now if you're just listening for free on spotify what's up if you want to help the show either go to wtop.clothing buy a t-shirt check out the patreon or just tell fucking 36 people about this podcast yes middle camera uh the ten dollar members of our podcast get a little shout out on the show we say their names and it sounds lily something like this Oh, uh, Mike Poop Catching Squaz. Squaze. Story, yeah. Mike Poop Catching Squeeze? Squaze. I didn't squeeze the poop when I caught it. Okay? And I'd like to be completely clear about that. I'm sorry, I'm not finished. Uh, Story Strathman. Desiree Watson. Allie. Billy Martinez. Mitra Cam. And. Uh, Antero Baez, Justin Baddorf, Ivana Cross My Cup, <laughs> M. Somerville, Somerville. Uh, in your short years, we we come long way. Still good. Uh, Chris Fernandez, Burrow Babes, Jacob Dent, Johnny Rosito, handcrafted neckwear. <laughs> CCPB and J, Reese Carnes, Stevie. Adam Pants After Socks. Gabe Erdhart. Adam Charnow. Chili Filson. Emily Paget. Oh shit, it's Steph. Giant Tom Hanks. Lizzie Love. Gavin Welsh. Crossed up. Tell, uh, someone tell Aaron. Yuck Nasty. Emily Buck. Tomato Squeezer. Jackie Hammond. Paige Janzen, Janzen. Nice firm, ha- nice firm handshake. Mike squeeze the poop. Handshake or handshake? Handshake. Handshake or ham shake? Hand. I didn't squeeze the poop. The hair, the hair with a long guy. Jamie Blair. Christ, Christoph. John Sonara. Um, you guys are fucking me up now. Happy, you guys Happy, are screwing with Zoya. You're screwing with. Happy birthday month. Happy birth month, Zoya and Chris. Dude, Anna Valles. Oops, just Dale. Uh, Jason Perryman. Benjamin Putz. Marcus Oreo. Uh, Justin Crockett. Matthew Creason. Uh, Lexi Parlier. 
Marquise Cruz, Beth Bush, Snuggle, Snuggle Pig, wow, Snuggle Pig H, Shaylin Romero, Ryan Ashbrook, Taylor, C Christina Camille, Nils Nyquist, Belinda Allen, Jonathan e. Sleepy Boy, Kada, Josh Steppen, Michael Johnson, <laughs> Sydney Trombetta, Joseph Dilcox, uh, Kayla Johnson, Johnston, uh, Ed Herrera, maybe this one is Feth, uh, Okay, maybe it's Feth this time. Two different people. Grant Levis here. Chad Clark. Kendall Marie. Joe Finney. Heather Ashley. What is Cat? Bailey and Garrett Kirkendall. Katie Taylor. Zoya's number one fan. Sean, Shane Welsh. Jacob Alvey. Siobhan Fenty. Uh, Evan Canoe. Good Humans. Good Humans Pod. Milky Beans. Antler. Jess Enright, Lillian Carrillo, Lou Drake, Hannah McCary, Magnus Silva, Barrington Lloyd Lovett, Benjamin Fuchs, uh, Chelsea Thomas, Brighton Clough Smith, Logan Snyder, Daniello, Daniello Sinclair, Jacob D. Bradford, Justine Johnson, Chris Robinson, Kristen Kane, Just Josh, Sergeant Sparty, Ed Birch, Wandering G Bear, Helen Ford, Noah Miller, Superfloss, Tatiana Clay, uh, Danielle okay. D. Verona, John Robinson, Katie A., Sean Stone, Valerie York, Scott Harrington, Mike's <laughs> Wallet Porn. <laughs> that's, that's, that's good. good. Jesse Stillwell, Katie Lee G., Rob DeVitt, Ra Don Bjor. Why do you Why have, you have really, really easy, easy to say names? names. <sighs> Nestor DeLeon III, Dara McGrath. Why do you Why have you names really that aren't sentences? sentences? Luis Hernandez, <laughs> Troy R., Felicia Shimberry, and Matthew J. Palka. Some of those, Some of those at the beginning, the beginning are like, like Kentucky, Kentucky Derby, Derby names. names. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't squeeze, squeeze any poop. poop. I think I if think anyone, anyone takes anything away from this episode, episode I'd, like I'd like it to be, it be that, that when, when I, I caught poop, poop and, I and I did as a as child, child, I caught, I caught poop, poop before I hit the toilet because I was curious. My criminal, because I'm curious about poop. I don't, I don't think, think so. so. If I am, take me to jail, jail for being, being curious, curious about, about poop. poop. Remember that Remember curious, curious George, George book where he caught the poop? poop. Anyway, anyway, I didn't squeeze it. Like he didn't catch any poop. I caught, I caught it, it once, once, but I didn't, I didn't squeeze, squeeze it. it. No, I'm talking about curious George, which never did that. He, he was, was a monkey. monkey. You, you don't guys, think he ever caught and squeezed and threw poop? You guys, thank you so much for listening. A lot about that monkey we don't know. We love you guys. And we will see you guys next week. And I, I, I hope you guys it. have a beautiful well, week. Well, well, well. Dude, what? You guys, thank you so much. Didn't squeeze the poop.